we're going to be we're going to be joined here on the phone in a second by Annie Sprinkle and Beth uh, Stevens. They're uh, uh, pioneers in the field of eco sexuality, um, and uh, they're going to be hosting a four day symposium in the East Village. Uh, starting on Thursday, called Exploring the Earth as a Lover, Eco-Sex in the City. Uh, the idea is to forge new relationships with the environment, engage in human-non-human collaboration, critique calcified ideologies, engage in new sexualities, all through the lens of an, of an environmentalism that is feminist, queer, sensual, sexual, post-human, exuberant, and steeped in humor and play. So this sounds like this is going to be a pretty amazing event with all kinds of uh, speakers and presenters. Uh, Annie and Beth, are you there? Yeah, we're here. We're here. We're happy to be here. Yeah, it's so good to have you on uh, WBAI 99.5 FM. I know, uh, Annie, I know you're a longtime listener and supporter. Um, right. So for, yeah, this is for start- I just donated $100 to WBAI out on the West Coast. Oh, thank you so much. That means uh, that means a lot, and certainly setting a great example for everyone who's uh, listening along to the show right now. So, for starters, uh, do you want to elaborate a little bit more uh, on what um, what ecosexuality is and, and how you all kind of came uh, to be um, aware of it and, and to uh, really incorporate it into everything you do? Well, this is Beth Stevens, and I'm just going to really quickly say that uh, Annie and I are performance artists. We're conceptual performance artists, and we started doing um, some pieces in 2008 where we thought, you know, there was the same-sex marriage debate was going on then. Uh, so we were trying to get married legally, but since we weren't able to do that at that time, we decided that who really needed the help and the privileges you know, afforded by marriage, and we thought, wow, the earth could use some help here. So we married the earth. And then the next day we woke up and we thought, oh, my goodness, what are we now? We're ecosexuals. <laughs> and so from that time on, we started making a movement, and it's really an art movement. It's an environmental art movement. And what being an ecosexual means is that you love the earth. It's as simple as that. You can be heterosexual, bisexual, uh, how, whatever other sexualities you want and have, and still be an ecosexual, it doesn't take anything away from any of your other identities. You can be eco-curious, eco-romantic, eco-sensual. So we've we worked on this for you know many years, and uh, it's a lot of fun. And we're trying to make a kind of uh, affinity group for people that don't always fit into the mainstream environmental movement. We're really trying to make the environmental movement more sexy, fun, and diverse. And we love the earth so much, and we like to show it. And there's so much pleasure to be had and sensual experiences with the earth. And people have them all the time. They just, it's a bit of a taboo, like hugging trees, for example. Or going skinny dipping. Or enjoying the breeze through your hair. So it's a lot about... um, Seeing, smelling, touching, tasting, the senses, but also being imaginative when you're having these embodied sensual experiences. I mean, we all know that when we sniff a flower, we're really putting our nose right into the genitalia of the flower, right? <laughs> the reproductive organs. So we eroticize uh, the, the earth, and it's a lot of fun. And we're having a big gathering here at Performance Space New York. Uh 
lots of amazing ecosexuals, and some aren't ecosexuals, but are concerned with the environment. You have your, the orange skies here. We live in San Francisco. We're used to smoky skies, but it's it's intolerable and not okay, and we can do something about these issues. Oh, thank you. We, we look forward to talking more about um, uh, the event specifically soon. Um, but one um, small note, we, you both are joining us uh, via phone. If you could try and speak up just a little bit so the people in the back can hear, we would appreciate it. Um, but uh, back to the topic at hand. So, um, you know, um, many people love the earth, right? Like a lot of us say we love the earth. Of course, I love the feeling of a breeze, the smell of a flower. Um, you know, my mom's a major, major heat tree hugger. But uh, even she, I haven't, um, you know, um, seen this. She doesn't know she's an ecosexual. Yeah, maybe she is an ecosexual, but she hasn't, you know, even she doesn't sort of speak to the sexual aspect of it. So um, I'm wondering what the the benefit is of eroticizing the earth, as you said, and and why you sort of encourage that. Um, How can we connect deeper if it's erotic rather than just really being a nature lover already? You know what I'm saying? Well, you can identify as asexual or bisexual or homosexual or heterosexual and doesn't mean you have sex we don't you know uh you know don't sit on branches or something uh it's not a biblical thing <laughs> so um sexual is just it's an ide- it's identity concept uh ecosexual and we're also trying to wake people up a little bit. And once you add the word sex to something, it wakes them up. We get the right wing really mad at us, and so we get, you know, people's attention that way. We uh, elicit humor by just, you know, adding the word sex to what sometimes can be a very droll movement. Now, we love the environmental movement, but it can be a little beige and Birkenstocky. You know what I mean? So we're trying to get Certainly. people to dress up for the earth and prance around and show ourselves off for the earth and you know we're trying to get attention because climate change is really serious and it's it's killing all of us and if we have to throw the word sex in there to get some attention we're willing to do it and then the other thing that we're trying to do with ecosexuality is expand the definition of sex itself right and and something you have written is that uh, one of the advantages you see of uh, talking about the earth as a lover as opposed to earth as as a uh, mother is that with a lover you have to be more uh, response, uh, responsive to it, uh, your partner's needs, whereas with mom, you know, mom will, will kind of always take care of you no matter how much you uh, screw up. Uh, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, we live in a capitalistic age where everything is about just taking and taking and taking and making as much profit from that. And, you know, everybody's moms want them to have a good job and make a profit, right? But your lover, your lover wants you to be be there with them, you know, even if you have to miss work once in a while and to be reciprocal and to bring them gifts, which, you know, doesn't make any money, right? You're... Your lover wants you to fawn over them. And, I mean, we take our mothers for granted. We always think that mom's going to do our laundry, and we can be little jerks, and we can always come home. But the earth, we can see, like, these orange skies. And if we don't straighten up, 
we're going to get kicked off this planet. And the Earth will break up with us. <laughs> we sometimes say the Earth can be a cruel lover, and there is no safe word. Right. So let's go uh, Let's go back into the upcoming event. Uh, this weekend, you have Exploring the Earth as a Lover, Eco-Sex in the City, um, and you'll be in the East Village. But tell us more about the kind of specific environments you'll be in and what people can expect to do. Um, yeah, it sounds really interesting. We're in the state. Yes, we're so, so excited. We're in state-of-the-art, huge, beautiful theater, two theaters actually we have. Uh, Performance Space New York used to be PS122, an art hotbed for many years. We have incredible artists coming. We're going to talk about spirit marriage, elders and ancestors, celestial kinship, equine tantra. We're going to have eco burlesque. The hydro feminists will be here. We're going to have an, an Arisha wedding with two amazing artists. We're going to explore gender, dendrophilia, entanglements, and eco-sex, and all kinds of costumes and eco-sexy fun, a great set. And we have artists like, uh, scholars like Kim Tallbear, who's an incredible indigenous, brilliant scholar who's going to perform. Linda M. Montano, who's my performance art mentor, Reverend Billy, and the Church of Stop Shopping Choir. Gender outlaw Kate Bornstein, urban tantra educator Barbara Corellis. Veronica Vera, who's a, 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 has the academy for boys who wanted girls. We have sex workers because I used to be a, a porn star and a sex worker and worked in here in New York City for 22 years in the sex industry. Um, we have Judy Dunaway, an experimental musician. We have other scholars, Zandra Ibarra. We have Bo Zhang from China. It's very international, Taiwan. And it's, um, you know, diversity is our secret spice and age and all things. And lots of friends. It's a family reunion for one and ecosexuals from all over the world. This is a big movement now. And we're very lucky to be here in New York at Performance Space New York. So that's going to start on Thursday, the 15th and run through the 16th, the 17th and the 18th. And it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. And it's, re- you know, it's really, we use the word symposium, but it's really gathering together to have discussions about these important issues at hand. And how can art and performance and film and theater bring more attention to climate change and to environmental justice? This is Beth. I grew up in West Virginia, and I've seen firsthand the the utter destruction that things like mountaintop removal cause and water pollution and poverty, you know, which is intertwined with environmental disaster. I mean, it's poor people and also poor people of color who suffer the most and indigenous people. And so, um, you know, we have a lot of work to do, and we're, we're thinking about and talking about and envisioning how we can do that together to make a better world for the animals and for young generations coming up and for the elders and for the earth itself because we love the earth. Right. And so as you wrote in your um in the event listing for our listeners, bring your animals, costumes, plants, your microbial biome cloud, and mingle with various communities of artists, scholars, sex workers, queers, fashionistas, animals, spores, water drops, clouds, etc. So 
Sounds lovely. Um, for uh, people listening that want to attend, how much will these events cost uh, over the course of the weekend? Or will they well, cost? Well, they're $25 for the whole. To a, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a sliding scale from $25 to $100 for all three, Great. all four days. Um, but if you have a financial, uh, you know, um, if you have a financial challenge, there is a, uh, a some kind of a scholarship that you can apply for. And uh, I'm not quite exactly sure how that works, but if someone gets in touch with us and we're easy to find, you can just let or get in touch with Performance Space New York, and they will they will guide you to the um, fellowship. And I just also want to say happy Pride, all you queers out there. We're getting targeted right now, um, so let's let's all just let our colors shine. We're adding green to the uh, to the flag, and don't forget to add the E to G L B T Q I I E E. For ecosexuals, because there are a lot of us that love the earth. And by the way, you can be a mother and and a lover also. We're not poo-pooing the idea of earth as mother because the earth does take amazing care of us. And we do love our mothers. And Right. Yeah, but the earth there, is there also comes yeah. a time to grow up in our relationship with our mothers. Uh, um, so uh, you just we were talking about uh, Pride Month. Uh, your thoughts on how it is that uh, many of the same people uh, who are uh, so vehemently hateful uh, toward LGBTQ people are also the ones that are uh, the most uh, uh, intent on continuing to burn fossil fuels and don't seem to really care uh, about what happens with climate change? Well, it's complex. I mean, people that do care about the LGBTQIAE movement also burn fossil fuels. I mean, many of us drive. We have many in our eco-centers. We, you know, I feel like that the, the corporations are, are more of a problem than individuals are, and war. It's a structural, huge structural problem. And I think that, you know, we often talk about humans are part of the earth. We're made of all the same things that the earth is made of. We're made of calcium. We're made of iron. We're made of water. And so what you do to the to your body, you're doing to the earth. And what you do to the earth, you're doing to our bodies, too. And I think that the orange skies here in New York illustrated that perfectly. I mean, you can't breathe when there's no air. And so I think that we have to have a whole shift of structural uh, priorities in, uh, all around the world because, you know, it's the fossil fuels that allow people to gain the wealth they need in order to buy the things that burn the fossil fuels, which is what everyone wants. It's a vicious cycle, and so we have a lot of hard work to do. Um, yeah, it's there's a lot of work to do, and I think part of what the ecosexuals bring to that is a sense of humor and joy because if we're working and fighting all the time, you get exhausted. So what we try to do is create some small spaces where we can come together as a community, like what we're doing here at Performance Space New York, and we can enjoy each other's company, tell stories, have fun, and then we can go back out and fight like hell, you know, for the future, right? What did what was, what, what Mother Jones say? Pray for the dead and fight like hell for the living? <laughs> Something like that. Indeed. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm with you, and I definitely agree. The living? <laughs> Something like that. Indeed. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, I'm with you and definitely agree that um, we need to look beyond individual actions to fix these major problems like climate change um, and destroying the planet. But I wanted to ask you one last question, which is, you know, you're doing this event in the East Village, a super densely populated area of an urban metropolis, concrete jungle, um, you know, but we do have 10 percent of the uh, land here in the New York area as parks um, well, in New York City proper. Sorry. Um, so how do people interact with the earth when you live in the city? When you're interacting with other people, you're interacting with the earth. So really all human to human sexes, eco-sex as well, um, you know, you can find everything's made of the earth, basically. So it's there's a grass between the cracks in the sidewalk. There's marble in buildings. There's wooden handrails. Uh, there's the sky. I used to look out from my Manhattan apartment window and make love with the sky. It's in, there's, the Earth is everywhere, the earth, sky, and water. It's about enjoying water. And also, urban density can be a vehicle for creating systems that are actually more more eco-friendly than, say, um, you know, Better than the suburbs, right? Yeah, distributed populations in the suburbs. And, you know, if people are interested in this topic, we do have a book that's printed by the University of Minnesota. We just we wrote it during the pandemic in 2021, and it's called um, what's it called? Assuming <laughs> an ecosexual position, the Earth's lover, <laughs> and it really talks about my history in West Virginia. You know uh, how we became environmental activists, what our ideas are. Uh, it, and and it, we give away, you know, recipes for how to have a wedding to the earth or how to do an ecosexual walking tour. I mean, we our, our work and our ideas are for anyone and everyone that wants to use them. Okay. So a lot of our well, work I, is about pleasure and pleasure activism. We need more pleasure. If everybody appreciated the earth as a... A sentient being and a source of so much pleasure. Maybe they'd take care, better care of it. We'd have one big so-called Garden of Eden, and and things would be better. Right. Well, we'll have to leave it there for now. But Annie Sprinkle and Beth Stevens, uh, co-hosting the um, this big symposium at the Performance Space of New York uh, Thursday through Sunday, uh, ecosexuality, ecosex in the city. Thank you so much for joining us on 99.5 FM this evening.